We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Oh, man. This is going to be a tough one. All right. That that music you just heard, the the title of the, the track is Devils by Shine Down. Correct, Andrew? Correct? That's, that is correct. All right. And there is no coincidence that we play that is because the it's the current walk-in music for our next guest in the Harbor One Hotline, and that is Red Sox pitcher Zach Kelly. Zach, what's going on? How are we doing, guys? Oh, my goodness. So good. I've got to be honest with you. Schreiber's walking music before stunk, so we found him some good ones. That was actually good. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, if we if we try to change it, it's gonna be it's gonna have to be a good one. How long have you had that for? Uh, like two years. Once I switched from a starter to a reliever, I figured I had to have more of a like a reliever walk up, and that that's the one I, I went with, and I've had it since twenty one. Okay, well, so this is your. I know that you have. Uh, you you are going out. You have a newborn, correct? And and you have a young young child, and you you have to buy presents. This is the now everything is flipped from Thanksgiving to, to the holiday season. Everyone's buying gift. Let us be the first to buy you a gift, and that gift is at least at least vetting your walk in music, at least giving you some options. Because you know, if you've had it for a couple of years, it's good to turn it over once in a while, right? I mean, you, you got to yeah, rethink things. Yeah, I'm I'm always down for for a change. Okay, I got a good one. It's by Timmy Trumpets. Oh, I know that one might be already taken. Sorry, sorry. Is, <laughs> is that the best one? So, as from a player perspective, Zach Kelly, from a player's perspective, is the Edwin Diaz walking music the best that you've ever heard? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's definitely one of the best. Like right now, I think it's the best. But like. I still go back to Rivera with Inner Sandman. That was kind of, mm. you know, kind of on the same level. And then I was a Braves fan growing up. And I don't know what Kimball did in Boston, but when he was in Atlanta, he um, he had Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, and they did like, they did like the whole white thing and with the stadium and the flames, and it was sick. Can you go through? Do you have? Uh, is this something you guys? Because I I don't know if you know this. I've never been a major league relief pitcher. I've never been out in the bullpen. Um, I mean, I never say never, but I to this point we haven't. Do you can you go through all the walking musics for your bullpen mates? Do you know them all? Do you guys talk about this? Is this a thing? Um, not really. They kind of catch on. Like I know Barnes has a cool one, but I don't really know what the name of it is because I don't, I don't really listen to that kind of music. <laughs> but, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, I I will say Whitlock gets a he gets a a lot of smack talk from the guys about his his long back long black train is not a, a bullpen favorite by a lot of people. Is that like a country like song? It. Is that is that a country song? 
Yeah, it is. That's why I like it. But I'm I'm one of the few down there. Yeah, but you, but you, I mean, I think that you you caught the spirit of the thing with with your song. And we're gonna give you give you at least one other option. My guy Andrew here at least has one other option for you. But uh, I do want to talk to you before we get to uh, find find the new world potentially of a walk in music for you. I do want to get to a couple things in baseball related. One thing that. We were just talking about we. I had um, your brother on um, on the podcast this week, Joe Kelly. Yes, your brethren. Yeah, yeah, my brother. How's he doing? He's doing excellent. He's uh, he just wrote a book. It's coming out March fourteenth. I don't know if you know about it. It's going to be a bestseller. Um, he but said, he said he was going to he was going to sign one and get to me. Well, of course. Listen, I mean, already I've already seen the Zach Kelly Fight Club T-shirts circulating through September. So it's uh, I feel like that the Kelly family has really, really made its mark. But but so we talked to we had the Zach uh, we had the Joe Kelly Holiday Spectacular on the podcast on Thursday, and one of the things that we talked about was recruiting. And and we talked about you know Aaron Judge. You heard about Aaron Judge going out to San Francisco, uh, being recruited, yeah. and, and Steph Curry and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember when we were doing our podcast, you said that when you become a free agent, that your your uh, preference of recruiting would have Zdeno Chara call, correct? Yeah, he'd be a good one. All right. Well, well, th- there we go. As we promised, when you become a free agent, Zdeno Chara, because you're a big hockey guy. Congratulations on that. I don't know if you know that the Bruins are really good this year. So Yeah, they are very good. The Apples <laughs> are not very good. So, but I would say this. This this spin it forward. Years from now, it's sort of like a, a Christmas miracle. Years from now, we we look forward to the future. Zach Kelly has entered free agencies. Has had some monster years. He's ready to be wooed by teams, and we make good on the promise. And finally, Zdeno Chara makes the call to you. At the end of the day, I have to get your honest opinion. Do you think it matters? Because one of the things we talked about with Joe Kelly, he said he thinks it's outdated. It does, makes no difference. Um, and you know teams, you know what teams are, so forth and so on. Do you? Would it make a difference? Say you're a free agent right now, like a big name free agent. Would it make a difference for you if they, if they said fly you out and you put your name on the jumbotron? Uh, no, probably not. That's good. That, that's fair. Uh, yeah. So okay. I mean, I, I I mean it's cool. Like they, you know, like teams will go out of the way and do that, but like. Like Joe said, like at the end of the day, it's like, like he was saying, like the money's gonna be the same. It's all about like, you know, what what can you do for me that somebody else can't, and so for my family, so on and so forth, stuff like that. He made a good point. I didn't really thought of it like that, but I did read that, and made, he made a lot of good points. Yeah, well, that's why he wrote a book, and there's more good points in that book. Uh, a, a damn near perfect game coming out March 14th. But that aside. That aside, it, it's it is like interesting because we as fans think it's the be all end all. Steph Curry's Dano Char calling these guys, but really it comes down to you know it's a business. You know everybody knows what teams are are all about, so forth and so on. Okay, so now I'm going to segue to your life as a major leaguer. When you pitch for the Boston Red Sox this year, um, do you feel like as you sit here coming off of this year? Do you feel a whole lot different because of the success you had, because of what you figured out in terms of being successful? How do you feel heading into 2023 as a professional pitcher, say as a guy who was heading into 2022? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely like that experience. And I know when I came into spring of 22, it was like my first invite to camp and trying to make the team out of camp. And I was just really trying to almost do too much um, and trying to be so perfect to like not having that experience, realizing that I don't have to do that and that, you know, my stuff is good enough to, to get guys out. And, you know, you know, I've been there before. I've been in a lot of different situations. And so I think that that's like a big thing for me coming into into 23 and just being able to kind of start from the jump with that mindset versus allowed to do X, Y, and Z to even have a chance. Um, and so I'm looking forward to, to kind of getting down to Fort Myers whenever the time comes and getting ready to go with that mindset over what I had last year. I mean, who is, uh, let's be honest, who isn't looking forward to going to Fort Myers? I'm going to be honest. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, I mean where, where are you? You're, you're down, you're down South somewhere, but still oh, it's, Carolina. Yeah, but it's so your off season will entail getting ready to for spring training. When will you go to spring training? Uh, I think it's like the first or second week of February. Okay, I'm not exactly but you you got to go down earlier. You got to rent the house. You got to whatever you got to do. What you got to do? You got to go a little bit earlier. But but in the meantime, you also have to play uh, in the. We promised that you could skate at Fenway Park, correct? Yeah, that was the promise. That was the promise. So you are a big hockey guy, um, and you, you understand the, the importance of the Bruins being good around here. You are a Washington Capitals uh, fan, correct? Yeah, I am. Okay. But if you, you have you cleared it with your wife that you're going to be able to come up in December to skate at Fenway Park at the rink? Because, you, like you said, you have a little one. It's hard breaking away. Do you have that clearance? I'm I'm hoping I still got to work on that. But you, it hoping. sounds like someone who hasn't broached the subject with his wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I have, but I'm not going to say I have. Either, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, another thing we talked about in the podcast was the rules, and you were, um, we had just talked to Matt Strom about this, and he was super pointed. But you had a great perspective of it because you had pitched in the minor leagues about the pitch clock, and one of the things that that started stuck out for me in what you said, and I've actually parroted this. I think I owe you uh, a, a few bucks for copyright infringement because I keep taking credit for this take. But you had said, well, listen, innings seven through nine in the minors is a whole lot different than innings seven through nine in the majors when, when it comes to this stuff. I mean, this is – so do tell about, like, how that you think that dynamic is going to shape out, especially, like, when the playoffs, by the way. I'm thinking – I'm watching these playoffs. I'm like – this is going to be completely different. Yeah, I mean, you just just look at the postseason from the last month or so, and how you know just how on the edge of your seat you were towards that those late innings. Like both these, pretty much all the teams that were you know there towards the end were their bullpens were dominating, and it's like those last nine outs mean so much, and it, you know it takes away kind of from the integrity of it if you're sitting there trying to almost rush through it, like. I mean, not really rush through it, but it's like, you know, you're trying to hold a guy on and you're trying to hold Kyle Schwarber on and you got to pay attention to a, a pitch clock, you know, and all of a sudden he, he steals second base. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but you all more serious now. It's like, you know, you, you, you really do it. It's, everything just means so much more up there, and especially later in the innings and, you know, especially in the postseason when, you know, most of the game is, is being pitched by the bullpen and you get, like I said, you get into those later innings and everything means more. The games are a lot closer and it's not like you don't always get tomorrow in the postseason. So 
you hate you hate to almost like give up a little bit of your performance just to, to try to kind of you know abide by some rules that all of a sudden just kind of got thrown in there without the you know without the input of a lot of players like obviously I haven't been in the big leagues for too long but just kind of talking to some of the guys on the team that have been and that are more involved with the the union and stuff like that it didn't really seem like there was much of a player input and if there was it didn't really seem to get um, notice too much. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest sticking points is that I think the players, as Strom said, you know, the players really, they didn't feel like they were hurt, actually. Like, the vote was against it. And, you know, one of the other parts about this is, is um, you know, throwing over. I mean, it's, it, throw, you know, you have that dynamic. You have not only the pitch clock, but the limitation of throwing over. And, and we were seeing this. The Red Sox uh, protected a guy named David Hamilton who stole, like, 60 bases in the minor leagues. And the reason I think they protect them is because they feel like the stolen base is going to come back. I mean, do you feel like that that is going to be an actual thing because of these rules, whether it's a pitch clock or the limitations of throwing it over to first? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because you got you got guys coming in just just to pinch run, and when they come in to pitch run, you pretty much know for a fact that they're trying to steal second base. And what the one thing I noticed in uh, in Triple A that is when guys would pick over, it's almost like the base runners would get a, an extra half step. And once you picked over that second time and their lead just kind of changed drastically because if you throw over there, I mean, even like if, even if, you, if the slim chance that you do get, it's going to have to be a perfect move or a perfect throw. But, you know, with the, the rules, if you don't, he automatically gets second base. So it's almost like not even worth running that risk doing that. And so, just with the whole, I don't know. I just, I like, like I said, I feel like they're kind of interfering with the integrity of the game a little bit. Um, I think it's going to show up a lot more than people think it is. I think it's just almost like a they're trying to attract new fans when, with like, without even realizing what it's going to, what it's going to do to the fans that they already have. And I don't like looking at the the numbers from how many people watched the postseason, I don't really feel like baseball is really lacking that much. I feel like the viewership was pretty good, but I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's it's all, it's listen, Zach, it's all good points. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to steal some of them. I'm 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 gonna That's like fine. I'm gonna be parroting this another good round of points. Which you gave me a you gave me a free T-shirt, so you can do that. I mean, basically, a T-shirt goes a long way. I get like I get basically I get a lot of, in exchange for the T-shirts, including by your your presence on this show and you calling in, which I always appreciate because once again I get to tweet out the picture of you taking a uh, posing with a T-shirt, baseballs and boring T-shirt. Speak of baseballs and boring, last thing we promised, Andrew, are you ready to go? You got a suggestion? I do. I do have a, a suggestion. Okay, we also what? we also want to play the other one that we got. Right? Oh, okay. You you want to hear Schreiber's new song? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? All right. He's walking in. Okay. He's coming out of the gate. He's walking in. Everyone's got the phone up. They're filming him. Oh, it's taking a little too long. Maybe he's re- literally walking in. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he, he no. He, within five seconds of the, of the song being on, he's on the map. <laughs> then maybe we, maybe we're going to fast forward a little bit. 
Can you fast forward a little bit, Andrew? Maybe we, maybe we can have the lead in. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right, so that's not bad, right? That's not bad. That that's uh that's mud shovel by stained. All right, Andrew, what do you got? What what do you get? What do you get for Zach? So going off of what we've just been playing, I pulled up some Avenged Sevenfold. This is the best I could do on a short notice. But I did fast forward. It's a long intro, so I don't know. Maybe we can we, get the Red Sox guys to edit some get things. Rid of the, and, get rid of the intro. Yeah, so we're just going to go right to the course. Here we go. Because <laughs> you want to feel like you're the king when you're walking out there, right? Hail to the king. It's not bad. What do you think, Zach? It's, it, I'd give it like a seven. <laughs> the, the I'll, I'll the, take the it. That's a seven. The, reliever, wait, the thing with the reliever walk-up song, because the starter gets their walk-up songs every time, no matter what. The thing with relievers that sometimes you, like they run the, the ads in between innings, and so you don't always get it get like where you want it to start and when you want it to start it. And so the key to a reliever walk is you got to have a really good intro and like a really good course in case it gets to the course, you know? Mm. It's, There's it's, been times where I get like you get a minute and a half of it and also times where you only get 20 seconds of it. And so I, I think that I almost think the intro is more important than the rest of the song. I love this. I love that they were breaking down the science of this. We're going to have but, science to it. Oh, absolutely. By the time we get to by the time we get to Fort Myers, you, we're gonna be giving everyone's gonna have a, a walk-in music, and we're gonna have. It, it, you put it this way, Zach, the Boston Red Sox. I don't know how good you guys are gonna be, but you are gonna have the best collection of walk-in music in the in the American League. It's gotta be worth something. It's gonna it's, it's worth something. You know what it's worth? A bunch of t-shirts. All right, Zach. Hey, happy holidays! So good to catch up with you, and uh, and I, I guess I'll see you at Fenway Park on the on the ice. Hey, that sounds good, Rob. Thanks for having me. See you guys. All right. The great Zach Kelly joins us. Thanks for joining us on the Hardborn Hotline. All right. We were a little bit late here, but we'll break that down. I also want to get into some Hall of Fame talk because my ballot came in the mail today. My ballot came in the mail. I get to vote for the Hall of Fame. I feel like that's worthy a little of a little bit of conversation. And I also saw, Andrew, that was pr- some pretty good stuff about the rules from Zach. Didn't you think so? Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. All right. Maybe we'll break some of that down after this break. 617-779-7937. This is the Bradfro Show, and this is Trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Bradfoe Show on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. I'm not going to lie. We probably should have played that one. No, it's a very long intro. I know, but the intro is like, it's kind of crazy. The intro is almost enough. So 
I'm Rob Bradford. This is the Bradford Show. Uh, we're with you to 6 o'clock. We've been talking about the great game of baseball. Xander Bogarts is listening. We're at least 90% chance uh, sure of that. We just had Zach Kelly, Red Sox pitcher, on. You can catch that on the Odyssey app. Uh, we'll also have it up on the Bradford Show page a little bit later. He was great. He was really great talking about the rules. we can get to that in a second. But this, what you just heard was coming out was a, a suggestion from the 207 on the text line bulldozer from machine head because we were talking about walking music and we couldn't find a better one now andrew i thought you did an excellent job uh good effort thank you trying to find one i i I like that one i'll take the seven that's that's you know seven uh, that's good uh, yeah on a moment's notice that you had to find one a seven pretty solid i felt like that one that you found was sort of like what was it well it was uh hail to the king by adventure hail to the king it was almost like like that's the type of one where you say after you strike someone out, like yeah. you should play it, and every you should then basically like, okay, crowd, applaud me for my efforts. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. Uh, but Zach Kelly's, he, you have to admit, he had a pretty good one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of surprised. He asks, "Are you ready?" Yeah. Well, are you ready for some Zach Kelly? Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> are you ready for some Zach Kelly? Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. That's perfect. A perfect cue up. Hey, and so, uh, so we have not changed Zach Kelly's walker. We we did change John Schreiber's, and we'll keep going down the list of bullpen guys for the Red Sox. But next time we do this, I do want to introduce the one that the two hundred seven just recommended. That one we just played, bulldozer from Machine Head. So, can we fast forward? Can I, can we hear the um, what do you call it? The heart and the soul, the instrumental, whatever it is. The no, chorus? The chorus. Yeah, give, me, give me one second. All right, yeah, no worries. Sure no, no worry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, don't don't bother. If you if you don't feel, feel confident, that's fine. But I feel like uh that was a that was a good one. Out of the gate. You need something. But I also love like how Zach broke down like how you have to have it, how the importance of the intro, because we don't factor that in about the TV breaks. As he said, sometimes yeah. you get a little bit longer, so you don't really ever know if you're going to get to the chorus of it, right? Yeah, you got to have something quick, but you got to have something that gets people going. He he broke it down like he, he I loved got it. to the bits and pieces of I it. I loved you know, it right to the atom. It was it was crazy. I've never yeah never had somebody <laughs> break break See, down the anatomy of a uh, walk up. That's what before. we're here to do. You yeah. stick around here long enough. We are here to educate and enlighten young minds of the great game of baseball. And also, by the way. That was that was something where he talked about where you had the rules changes and you had the rule changes of we focus so much on the pitch clock, but he talked about I love him listening to him talk about the how it's going to change in terms of holding guys on and guys stealing bases how you know because the new rules you can't throw after the second time you can't throw over there and so after the second time these guys are stealing and this is why. Teams are prioritizing guys who are actually stealing bases all of a sudden. Where before, we didn't do that. Of course we didn't do that. But now you have the Red Sox protecting a guy like David Hamilton, who was an infielder who stole like, you know, like 80 bases. So this is a guy who, you know, who got protected because of that skill set. And to hear Zach Kelly talk about the problems that they're going to have with this, and then him to say, I thought it was interesting from a player's perspective to say, hey, listen, you know, look at the ratings. They're trying to get these new people in, but what about disengaging the older people? Not the older people in terms of age, but the people who fell in love with the game already. I think what's going to happen with all of these rule changes is that you're going to have to find sort of a happy medium. I think there's going to be adjusting. the How the umpires are going to enforce this is going to be... 
might be a little bit awkward because what usually happens is they go over the top at first, and as the season goes by, then all of a sudden, oh, okay, we're going to let you get away with it. I, I've cited this a million times, but the rule about – there is a rule in place where you are not supposed to take out both feet out of the batter's box if you don't foul the ball off. You, there is a rule in place. Go watch a Major League Baseball game. That happens all the time, all the time, and yet they just don't enforce it. Same thing with the sticky stuff. You saw guys come off the mound. It's like the meme of the security guard barely touching the guy. I mean, you're, oh, yeah, okay, okay, there you go. All right, fine. I mean, this is something that is going to be absolutely a work in progress. Well, speaking of works in progress, here comes, here we knew. We knew it was coming. It's a suggestion for the songs. All right? Rick from Maine, what's, what's going on, my friend? What's happening? Thank you for having me. Well, I will say uh, for a closer song, you do, you're going to need something that gets to the point quick. And uh, I say Helter Skelter by the Beatles. It starts a little bit, and then it doesn't take long, and it goes wild. (laughs) Yeah, but, but here's the thing, Rick. Wild for the Beatles isn't wild like we just play like Motorhead. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, Machine Head. So is wild for the Beatles was, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's not a bad suggestion. I, all all suggestions are good ones. Hell to scout. Hell to scout to me. Hey, man, you better look out. You better watch yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, think, you think the batter is going to know what hell to scout means? I mean, that's the problem. I know what hell to scout. I understand, like, but I don't know. I don't know. I like the effort. I don't know. I like it's the scary, I like. Could... I'm going to have to. You know what? Here, here, what is this hell to scout? Okay. Okay, you got to think about this. He's walking in. Okay, okay, now. All right, here we go. All right, Rick. Mia culpa, my friend. Mia culpa. I think it's not a bad one. I think it's not a bad one. What else What else? else you got? You got some rule changes stuff? Makes you scared. I don't know if it makes you scared. I mean, if, yeah, if you really want to uh, think about Charles Manson, it makes you scared. But go ahead. What do you got? Changes. I'm uh, I'm all for the pitch clock, and uh, I don't know about the uh, amount of time you can throw to first base. I, I I I'd have to really think about it. I'll see how it well, uh, find out. plays out. But, yeah. Uh, but I you know I just uh, hope sucks uh, signs Xander because I love him and uh, it would be the right thing to do. And um, go Red Sox. Okay, well, there you go. We're putting it on the reel. We're delivering it to Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts may have heard it, as we said at the top of the show. If you could pull that up, we should play that once again, Andrew, uh, so people know this about that Xander Bogarts has proclaimed that there is one show that he loves more than any any other show and that he's most likely listening to on the beach in Aruba right now, and it's this show, the Bradfoe Show. All right, this is what he said. This is We aren't making this up. This is what he said on the record, Xander Bogarts. Here's one from Coop. What's your favorite podcast? The Braffo Show. Baseball isn't boring. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's, I'm telling you, that white t-shirt. Uh, I got it's it. a good t-shirt, right? I got it. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. makes your triceps like something. <laughs> it's tight. I mean, like I can't wear it today. You oh, you, is it is it too tight? No, no, it's just like slim fit, you know. It's right, like, it's, it's, like it's, Ita- it's Italian cut. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Italian cut. Yeah, right. I've never heard that before. It's right? Michael Scott, The Office. 
All right, well, listen, I'm stand by that Italian cut. I mean, what is Italian cut? It's it's really what I was searching for was European cut. I went back oh, and okay. watched the office. You're not an office guy, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I am. Oh, you are. Yeah. You know that scene where he wears the uh, the burgundy shirt. He wears a burgundy shirt. It's super tight. It's like his European cut. I'm trying to think. I remember the one where he's wearing a woman's suit. Yeah, <laughs> and he because he, he pulled it out of a bin. And exactly. It was like, what, no pockets. No, no pockets in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh yeah. What I was searching for was European cut. But hey, maybe I changed something. But Xander Bogarts loves his baseballs and boring T-shirts. Speaking of Xander Bogarts, let's go to Chuck in Norfolk. Hey, Chuck, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. Um, I wanted to uh, make a pitch to Xander. Oh yes, and okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to queue up. We got we we don't want to waste it. Ready? Three, two, one. Go ahead. I feel that like his style would fit in perfectly with the town. Uh, he's low key and understated, and in Boston we don't like flashy. The Celtics are the last team in the NBA to have uh, dancing girls and rock music, because the, the fans didn't need it. The the, the game stood on its own. Um, and uh, as well, he uh, is uh, a guy who practices his craft, and that's easily recognized in how he keeps improving. His fielding has improved, um, and uh, he's a humble guy. And, again, Boston likes humble. And the way that he plays the game is the right way. And uh, as an example of how Boston values that, I'll talk about Euclid who is a, a, a good, solid player, but he was at bat late in the game when he was chasing the team uh, hitting streak, game uh, hitting streak, and uh, hadn't had a hit yet. Uh, and he took a base on balls. And, you know, Uke was known for having one of the best eyes in the league, so he knew what he was doing. And what did he get besides the base on balls is a standing ovation. And that shows how everyone in, in the ballpark knew what was going on they knew what was at stake there had been no announcement nothing said over the pa nothing uh, but they knew that uh, where he could have hacked away at something that was a little outside he played the game the way he always had which is the right way fans loved that and they gave him the love and that's what xander will have in boston if he retires here he would be revered all right chuck hey listen Excellent job. I just got. A, I may or may not have just got a text from Xander Bogarts because, like you said, he may or may not be listening on the beach. He, but he did a spit take when you said that the the, the, the Celtics last to get cheerleaders. That's why Xander Bogarts should be here. Which you know, like I I didn't connect that dot, but I feel the passion, and I think that Chuck speaks for a lot of people in 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 a lot of what he said and why Xander Bogarts hits home here. There you go. Good one. We're putting on the reel. All right, we got. We have. Uh, before we go to break, we want to take Nate. Nate in Florida. No, okay, okay, that's okay. We'll wait on Nate. But what I want to do. Yeah, after- song suggestions. Hold on one second. Okay. Oh, okay. We're gonna. We'll we'll do that after the break. All right. So we'll do that. We'll do another song suggestion. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Again, we're trying to make the Red Sox great again. Maybe not necessarily actually playing the game of baseball, but at least having the best walking music from the bullpen guys. Also, before we hit the road at the top of the hour, I do want to go through. I went to the mailbox today. I opened up the mailbox, and there is like in a shining beacon of light. There was my Hall of Fame ballot. My second year of voting for the Hall of Fame. Do you get an I vote sticker? I should. But you know what? You know what? I don't know. I'll show this when you break. 
but I did a reveal last year that had over 200,000 views on it. And look at you. Look at you. Whipped your head around. You couldn't believe that. A Hall of Fame ballot reveal where already on Twitter, I'm getting this. What is going to be Brad Foe's next Hall of Fame reveal? Because last year, it was batting stance guy. This year, I got some big ideas. Why just vote for the Hall of Fame when you can make it fun? There you go. But I'm going to want to break down the Hall of Fame ballot a little bit before I go just because I want to because I get the ballot in the mail. And, again, if you have any last-minute walking music suggestions uh, for the Red Sox relievers, that's fine, too. 617-779-7937. This is the Bradford Show. I'll be back after this. Now, we're right back to it. The Bradford Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Interesting. Now that we have the science behind it, Andrew, the science behind the walking music. Yeah, depending makes, on what you got for time. Yeah, it makes you look at a different, a little bit different prism. Uh, we we're talking about walking music. Where by the time we hit spring training, if nothing else, the Bradford show. You know, we may not have got, been able to get you Xander Bogars, Rafael Devers resigned, an outfielder, a starting pitcher, or a closer, but we will have given you. The best group of walking musics of uh, walking music for any uh, bullpen in the American League. Yeah, so that beat didn't really drop until like thirty seconds. That's into the a song. tough so one. So if you got a minute, okay, you might be. But good. you could cut that off. You yeah, could, you could you could you make a little bit of the intro, then boom. Like I, I can see that. It wasn't bad. What was it? Who's we should give credit? I don't want to. I don't want to have any legal representation. That, after that was me. the pretender. Okay. Foo Fighters. All right. Okay. So that's what to... I thought it was. Foo Fighters. Yeah. So uh, we that was from Nate. Yep, Nate in Florida, and Nate, he has a second one. Okay, let's hear it. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 All right. That, so who is that? Uh, this is, hold on one second. I say this. I say this. That's a good one. That would be top three. That would absolutely be top three if I was going to reintroduce him to uh, to Zach Kelly. That was Bodies by Drowning Pool. I think we, we had that one when we were trying to find Schreiber's, but maybe not because that's – don't you think that's really, really good? I mean, it's sort of perfect where you have the – it's sort of the Timmy Trumpet thing where you have yeah. the lead in, but boom. I mean, in a in much, much different way. Yeah, that was about 10 seconds in. It's just – Bang. Yeah, boom, and then yeah, they're right like, oh, and 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 because the whole thing is you're thinking about how the crowd is reacting, and so here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, and then it hits, and now you're everyone's jumping up and down. Are we doing it to the what? What's your favorite band? 
My favorite. Oh, that's tough. Well, 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 what's what's your favorite genre? That's even even tough. See, I've had this conversation before, and they're like, mm. "I hate people like you that say, oh, I listen to everything.'" Okay, all <laughs> so, right. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, like it. You know, it's better. It's better when you they continue and they'll say, yeah. "I hate people like you." But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to country. I'll uh, I'll throw it back. I'll listen to like you know rock uh, from like the eighties, right. nineties. So I stuff. went to in the Fenway thing. We did uh, a little behind the scenes. So we did. Um, Last year, when we weren't traveling for road games of the broadcast, I was doing the week that the the Fenway they were having the concerts at Fenway, and we were doing the games in the back room. So in the back room, you go out in between innings, and all of a sudden there's this band playing, like Guns and My Guns and Roses is playing, like in between innings. It's it was sort of nuts. But Green Day last year was at Fenway Park. And I love Green Day. Yeah. And then, do you like Green Day? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Green Day, I had seen them live one other time, but Green Day at Fenway, he, they told everybody at Fenway at one point to jump up and down at the same time. And I had talked to people after about outside Fenway, and they actually felt it. So, that last, what I'm getting at is that last yeah. song, like, that is what would happen there. Yep. Right? You yeah, would, yeah. You boom. feel it. You feel it outside the stadium. Exactly. You're walking around. Because there's, you know... Maybe you're not going right into the game, but you're outside. You're at you know the bar. Maybe you're uh, you know you're around Fenway. You hear it. You hear it. You can listen right to. I right would in. say that's a good one. That last one you played though. Yeah, that might be the leader in the clubhouse. You definitely need something. Again, it's it's the um, it's you know if you have like a media, a, a commercial break. Yeah. If you have thirty seconds, you, I mean, you know that's that's a short amount of time that you got something. So you got to have something. You got to get right. You got to get right. Yeah, to you got to get right to it. Well, speaking of get right into it, get, getting right to it, uh, as I said. Today I walked out to the mailbox, and there were some bills, and there were some flyers, and there were some other things. There was no checks. There was no money. But there was another form of currency, which was the letter from the Hall of Fame. Yes, I got the letter from the Hall of Fame today. And the letter to the Hall of Fame, I knew exactly what it was. It was my Hall of Fame ballot. And so, Andrew, let me just take you back to last year. Last year was my first year voting for the Hall of Fame. And you say, how is that possible? You're so old and decrepit. How did you not get a Hall of Fame vote before that? Well, my tale of woe goes back to when I was in the Baseball Writers Association. Then when I went to WEI, they kicked me out. And you have to have 10 straight years. So I didn't try to get back in for another four or five years because I was like, screw you. I don't need to, but I want the pass ultimately that you can get into any park at any time. So that's why I wanted to get back in. Still, in many ways, a fraudulent organization. So I got back in in 2011, and I get back in. Now you have to have 10 years consecutively of membership to get the Hall of Fame. So that leads you, if do the math, 2011, 2021, boom, last year was my very first year voting for the Hall of Fame which it was a great honor to me. It really frustrates me when I see these people who are voting for this, A, who don't vote at all, B, who vote for, like, one person, C, who don't clearly don't do the research, or even vote for buddies of them. Like, I've had plenty of guys that I've had great relationships with like you know, who are on the Hall of Fame ballot where I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not voting for you. I, I just... I, you have to earn this right to vote. It was a big deal for me to get this Hall of Fame ballot. So much so, like, when I got it, this thing in the mail last year, Andrew, I was like to my wife, look at this. Look at this. Hall of, it's from the Hall of Fame. And my wife starts freaking out. She starts flipping out. 
And I was like, like, yeah, this is exciting, but why are you so excited? She's like, you're in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, like, uh, talk about a buzzkill. And then I'm like, no, I get to vote for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, that's super. Kind anyway, of. Kind of. Yeah, I kind of am in the Hall of Fame. And as you know, last year there was only one inductee, David Ortiz. I mean, one inductee in terms of getting voted through in, in that, that form of the balloting. But this year uh, one, we got the Hall of Fame ballot. Um, and there are some guys still on it who I voted for, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'll, because everyone knows it's very public knowledge like that I know who you know who is basically gonna be um, who who basically I voted for and I'll vote for again. Another problem I have with people voting is that you don't you how do you take guys off that you already voted for? If you vote for a guy, you're voting for him, or if you don't vote for a guy, why didn't you vote for him for the year before? So, you know, I have this year, guys who have already voted for, I had on, uh, let's see, Todd Helton I voted for, I voted for Manny Ramirez, I voted for Alex Rodriguez, I voted for Scott Rowland, I voted for Gary Sheffield, I voted for Billy Wagner. You're only allowed 10. You're only allowed 10 total. So that leaves me a little bit of wiggle room. You have, obviously, Carlos Beltran is a be-all, end-all guy. Andrew Quick, I don't know if you know about enough about Carlos Beltran. Does he feel like a Hall of Famer for you? I would say yes. Oh! Just stand time? Sure. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll talk more about the Hall of Fame. We'll talk more about everything. Thank you, Zach Kelly, for joining us. Thank you, Joe Kelly. It was the Kelly podcast. It was the Kelly uh, Bradford Show on the air. It was a great, great time. Go subscribe to the Bradford Show. Go subscribe to Baseball Isn't Boring Podcast. Most importantly, thank you, Andrew Meehan. Excellent job today. We got a lot thank done. You. We solved a lot of problems in this world. This world where that really baseball makes better every single day. I feel like we did that today. All right. There you go. We'll be back next week. I'm Rob Bradford. This has been the Bradford Show. Enjoy the football talk. We'll see you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.